Welcome back, baby faces. Victor Villain here, and I'm with JP Savage. Yes, yes, yes. JP, it's gotta, it's gotta at least seem like our archives is just leveling up here, man. Because today we're joined by a very, very special dude. A special dude. Who we got, man? All right. Well, he's one half of Coast to Coast, right? Oh shit! Wait, wait. Are you trying to tell me this man is one half of Team Spicy? <laughs> Bruh, the Ace of Space. You talk about the human rocket making his HPC debut. Hey. ROH's own LSG. Leon, thanks for being here today, man. We really appreciate your your time and and we're ready to have some fun with you here, man. How you been? How you doing? What's up, guys? You guys you have me uh, laughing over here. It's a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. See, we learned that, some things at the Monster Factory. I'm about to hire you guys. You guys are going to walk <laughs> out with me. Any day, any day, any day. You're gonna be my Paul Heyman. Oh man. <laughs> I mean you some would say you already have your Selena. I kinda yeah, I kinda do. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um but quick quick bio for those um for those tuning in, man. Uh why don't you give them a quick uh tell them about yourself real quick, where you're from and how, how old you are and uh how how'd you get into wrestling real quick? So I've been wrestling for uh, eight years now. It's crazy, eight years. But uh, I still feel like I'm brand new. Mm. Um, I actually started with a guy named uh, Eric Corvus. He was out of Jersey All-Pro. Uh, I used to watch him in high school and uh, found out he was training guys. So I actually got my break with him and, and beyond wrestling. And then uh, I decided I needed to join like a full-time school. And I ended up finding the Monster Factory. And I was there for about five years and i would also go to train with the ring of honor dojo uh that's with delirious and guys like cheeseburger wolf rara and now i'm currently training at russell pro in Rawway, new jersey so i'm always over the last eight years finding different places to train and, and different people to learn from um yeah I, I kind of bounce all over all over new jersey really just trying to learn from everybody well, that's a blessing for us since we're here locally from New Jersey ourselves, man. We definitely got to to appreciate your work firsthand we're over at the Monster Factory, uh, JP and myself. Absolutely, man. I will say from from um, from the get, man, I, I appreciate the fact that we were there. And I remember uh, specifically you were doing a, a session with, like, uh, Bob Evans. And uh, he had you kind of – he was calling the match and you were working with somebody. You guys repeated, 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 did it over and over again, man. You could tell you was exhausted, but you was not stopping until the person got it. You know what I mean? And that just speaks to the the kindness and the love that we understood that weekend that there is in the in the wrestling community. Absolutely. I mean, I, everyone everyone tries to help each other. You know, it is a, it is a solo sport in a way, but you're also trying to help each other. You're trying to make everything better. You're trying to make the industry better. You want to make sure your opponents are are, are trained properly and. It's just a, it's for the betterment of the business. So, I, you know, you can be a little selfish, but at the same time, it's it's a great feeling to to help others. Absolutely, man. I mean, and 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 we're talking about your career at this point, man. You have a very impressive resume. You have at this point, like you said, you've been bouncing around. Um, I'm curious, man. What have been some of your your starstruck moments? Because I'm sure you've been able to rub elbows with some amazing um, professional wrestlers and, and backstage managers and creatives, right? What was like your some of your starstruck moments? Hmm, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think when it really hit me, like what I was doing, and uh, you know how far I had made it, 
was main eventing at the ECW arena in Philadelphia mm. uh, it was about a year and a half ago. Mm. And uh, eight-man tag against the Bull Club. And it kind of like... It kind of really like put things into perspective for me because uh, it was yeah it was a TV taping so it was, it was a big it was a big show. We actually had a, uh, the opening match of the event, and then we also had the main event um, against the Bull Club. So it was it was like me, Jaheim, uh, coast to coast, Scorp- right? Yeah, coast to coast. Yeah. Scorpio Sky when he first joined, and Flip Gordon against Bull Club, and it was like surreal. Oh and um, and it's guys that I was around pretty often in the locker room, but getting that spot, like in that moment and getting to work with those guys who were, you know, incredible, like global superstars. It really like, you know, in, in a way, yeah, I was a little starstruck, but it was also like, it was reminders like, oh, dude, like you're doing, you're doing it. Like this is yeah. legit. <laughs> like right. this, is, this is real. You know? So you would, so, say, you would yeah. say that's your level up moment. And that's like the moment you're that figuring was, out that you know you made it. That, that was definitely a level up moment. And then probably the second the second uh, big match we had in the ECW arena against War Machine. Mm. Uh, I think about like six months after that. So like Wait, those War two Machine. events. Yeah, and that was War Machine's last independent wrestling, uh, I guess, like uh, independent booking before they went to NXT. So that was kind of a big moment. Wow. Uh, and changed yeah. your name like a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, bro. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I remember going, uh, we finished up and I, like, I had gone to the ECW arena a lot growing up just to watch Ring of Honor TV taping back in the day when they oh, were doing wow. the whole HDNet thing. Oh, wow. And um, I went to the back, and I, I went to the parking lot, and I just remember, like, just crying. I was like, this is crazy. This is, like, this is real. So I, I rarely ever get to stop and really enjoy it, like, you know, look back and enjoy it. And that, in that moment, I definitely did. I really absorbed it, took it all in. You know, that's the beautiful thing about life is that we have those moments that um, in our in the pinnacles of our careers or our lives that are just like surreal moments. And when they occur and they're successful, from then on, it becomes kind of like this is your life now, right? So how have you been able to like adjust to that when it comes to the I schedule? You know, it, it, it gets rough. And, um, but, you know, I've always been... Uh, I've always been grinding, you know, since, since I was a kid, I've always been playing sports. I've always had a full schedule whether mm. you know, school and then right into, right into soccer or baseball. I was an nice. athlete my whole life. And, uh, so the routine of, of like working and, and wrestling and, and working out and traveling mm. and all that, it's not totally new to me. Mm. I am used to it in a way. Uh, I think I just, I had a lot of great people in my life prepare me for it, mm. especially my baseball coaches growing up, you know, a lot of, I always remember my, my baseball coach in high school. He just said, he would always say, act like you've been here before. Mm. Act like you've been here before. So I've always just tried to live a humble lifestyle. And like, yeah, things get rough. And I, I've done a lot of cool things. And the, the grind is crazy. But I just pretend like I'm brand new. And I just keep hustling. I don't, mm. I don't like to brag about anything I do. I just put my head down and work. That's amazing, man. And that was evident, as we said that week, and we were able to share with you. Uh, you know, you we saw you just coaching, um, talking to people, mentoring people, teaching people yeah. the same way you were also absorbing from those uh, others. You know, I saw trick. you. You know, I was looking around the room to see. You know, there were people. You know, with their notepads hanging off of every word the individual said, and you were one of those people. You know, so that's always that was humbling and impressive to see as well, because it's that that common knowledge of we're always learning. You know, we can always get better. You never stop learning. You know, you asked Bob Evans, who I was working with that day. That guy's still learning 
every weekend yeah. he's learning something new. He's always learning. And and the cool thing is too, when you when you offer to teach and you start teaching, you actually learn a lot from the people you're teaching. You mm. even get better yourself as a wrestler because you're kind of reminding yourself, you're uh, correcting your bad habits. You you can't lead by example if you don't do the right things yourself. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when I, getting a chance to teach helps me helps my game. So mm. I, whenever there's an opportunity, I try to do that as well. Fantastic. That's awesome. I mean, you mentioned your dad. Um, that he he was a, a big part of your of your growing yeah. up. How about do you have any wrestle dads that uh maybe paid helped you get to where you're at? I know Danny Cage played a big big part of that himself at the Monster Factory. Anybody any any other names that you would thank if you were ever, you know, want them to hear this? Yeah, definitely. So like yeah, like Danny Cage that's the obvious one. Um Brutal Bob, that's my wrestling uncle right there. Mm. I got a couple more uncles and dads, uh Sean Donovan and Danny Moff. Right now, nice. definitely are a huge influence on me, and they they always look out for me and they take care of me. And uh, I, I love training and learning from them. I see them, you know, I, I'm with them all the time, whether we're at the gym or training at Russell Pro. So uh, they've always got my back, and I'm kind of like they've kind of taken me under their wing as of late. You know, since the last I guess year and a half, two years that I've been with Russell Pro. So these guys uh, definitely like I call them Russell dads, Russell uncles. You know. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So what does a day in the life of LSG look like, man? You wake up in the morning now, you go straight to the gym. You heard him, a three-hour drive, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got uh, – it depends what day it is, but most – a typical day for me is get up, at, get up, crack of dawn, uh, hit the gym. Um, I work, too. I work a full-time job. I'm a hustler, man. I, I work wow. a full-time job, 9 to 5. I, it's an hour drive to my job. I work God down bless to, you, man. I feel you, man. I'm that one, man. God bless you. <laughs> I, finish, I finish up work. It's another hour back home. Um, if it's a you know Monday or Wednesday, I'm going to training at WrestlePro. If it's a you know Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I am uh, going straight to the gym for a second workout sometimes. And uh, yeah, and then when I have free free time, that's it's meal prep time, and I'm watching wrestling. Or I'm uh, I'm drawing gear because I like to I'm an artist too so I draw gear. Awesome. So what type of artist, man? I I like a lot of cartooning. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of influence from comic books. So growing up, that's what I drew mostly, and that always Wait. inspired a lot of my my wrestling. So. Wait, are you telling uh, yeah, me that they contacted you to to you know reanimate the face of Sonic on the new trailer? Because I heard it was terrible. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to redesign it. I'm redesigning it. All right, Sega, make sure to reach out. Uh, <laughs> LSG can help you out. Handle that, please. <laughs> I'll definitely do it. Yeah, I mentioned you're a big comic book fan, man, Um, out of all the, the Marvel movies. Which is your favorite? I know that's a d- tough decision, but. I'm a big I'm a big Captain America guy, so I got to say mm. Winter Soldier. Winter Just Soldier. I, it's a solid movie, and I, I'm, I kind of lean more on the more serious movies mm-hmm, i like mm-hmm. the most serious tone so that one really uh that one really resonates with me mm. and i'm a big captain america guy so Agreed. definitely went to but see it, i feel captain america was serious but it was also lighthearted, right um in contrast to like thor I, have, I wasn't a big fan of the the first two thor movies until ragnarok honestly i uh, i'm actually one of the few where i actually like the first two better i don't i actually really I hate Ragnarok. Uh, for me, I'm a, Thor, 
for me, Thor is a more serious character, especially the subject matter of everyone in his life dying and his whole world dying, and they made it a comedy. So for me, that's kind of like ridiculous. Mm. But see, I, I guess I was looking at it as a dark comedy, right? I, I, I'm just a I, fan of anything Jeff Goldblum's in, so you know. And I mean, yeah, one of the things about, you know, the Marvel movies, just to end up and close on this one is that made it great is that the actors had great chemistry, right? So, so in in your illustrious career at this point, man, um, I mean, you've been able to match up with some, some names. Uh, What has been your, like, who did you have the best chemistry with? Who was your best match? Oh, that's a good one. Um, This guy, Mikey Webb. Mm. From New England, who used to be a, a regular at the Monster Factor. I felt like we had great chemistry. We were wrestling a lot. We had, you know, we had a few matches. We had a 60-minute Ironman match. Ooh. You know, we had, we went through, you know, we went through hell with each other. And uh, definitely we had a great, we had great chemistry. And then in terms of like, uh, on the Indies and stuff, I, uh, this is a good one. Um, hmm. I really, really enjoyed my match with Phoenix. I just Ooh. wrestled Phoenix, and that was pretty it was fire. It was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. How did that go down? That was it. Was awesome. It was really good. It was there was just instant chemistry. I felt like, uh, you know, we kind of moved the same way. He's he's obviously he's more of a high flyer than I am. I'm a little bit more of like a hybrid, technical, and but <laughs> we got in the ring and we before we even touched each other, it was kind of like there was just like electricity. Like, yeah, like got locked in. That, yeah, when you when you feel that and the crowd's like just behind it already before you even touch, like you know it's gonna be good. And um, I hope I get to do it again with those with wow. him. And, hopefully now, one he, day. Hopefully, me and Ali against the Lucha Bros. One day, hopefully. That would be amazing. That would be dope. Yeah. Where, where can oh, we catch God. this match? You could probably find it on uh, Independent Wrestling TV, formerly uh, Powerbomb TV. So if you look it up for Excite Wrestling. This happened Perfect. about a month or two ago. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely checking really that out soon. Yeah. I have homework. Hey, speaking of coming soon, man, any any upcoming shows you hyped about, man? Anything you wanna you been getting ready for? Like, so- absolutely. We got a Ring of Honor. We have a big tour this week. You mm. know, it kicks off. It kicks off actually tomorrow night. I won't be there, but it kicks off in Buffalo, and then I believe yeah Thursdays in Toronto. I'll be on the Saturday and Sunday loop, which is uh, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and mm. we have a TV tape in Chicago. So that's for the world, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Uh, we got some big matches. It should be an awesome, awesome time. Vic, you hear how humble this guy is? Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> you, know, we got, you know, this little thing. Come on now, man. It's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be doing big things and stealing the show, I bet, man. And yo, you can also check that out on Fight, by the way, guys. Fight at check that out. You gotta plug those boys too, real quick. (laughs) Oh yeah, sponsors. Uh, But dude, that sounds like a lot of traveling, man. Michigan and all of that. I mean, how you gonna make way with that? Oh, you know, it's just it's just how you do it. It's just it's just a normal thing at this point. It's a little sleep, lots of travel, a little sleep. It's uncomfortable. It's it gets a little uh, gets a little rough, but you know, it's all worth it in the end. Like. After those weekends of big travel, I just look back and I'm like, ah, oh, that was awesome. What's, what's, pre- what's your preferred uh, way of travel via plane or drive? Ooh, I'm a, I'm a plane guy now. I love I love taking the plane. I don't, ah. I don't want to, because 
you know, as a kid growing up, you know, if I ever got on, went on vacation or anything, like that, I could never sleep in a plane. I could, I was yeah. always uncomfortable. Mm. But like now, I'm older, like it's way easier, so it's very comfortable. I pass out, I pass out, and it's nice. Well, um, what type of flights are you taking though? Because, like, for example, I know those flights to DR back in the day were terrible. So, uh, are, are you talking those international flights or? Uh, no, just as a kid, I just was antsy. I you know can never say sit still, so I could never just really chill out and sleep. But now I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I can. It's easy for me to, chill, you know, relax and enjoy the flight. I just knock right out. Like I'll, mm. I'll knock out and wake up and across the country. Like I, like for Crazy me, it's easy. So I like it because I, like I've always been the driver. Ah. So now it's time for me to relax and enjoy it because I've always been the driver driving all over the damn place. You know, the Monster Factory is like 80 miles from me, and I was going there four times a week. Oh, so. Man. The driving, I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. I mean, I'll still drive if I have to. But if I can fly, absolutely. I'm not, yeah. not going to pass that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Back. Yo, thinking about that flight, man, um, wh- wh- tell us a little bit about your background. Where are your parents from, man? Um, so my my uh, mother's from Cuba and my dad's from Colombia. Fantastic. They, uh, oh, yeah, Latino, 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 Latino. Yeah. <laughs> my parents, they, uh, they were both born over... You know, in Cuba and Colombia, and then they moved here. My bro- my uh, dad moved to Brooklyn, so he grew up in Brooklyn, and my mom moved to Staten Island. So um, they're both New Yorkers. My whole family is like pretty much based out of Staten Island, and then we eventually moved to New Jersey. But um, yeah, so that's wild, man. That's all. That's dope. Yeah. My wife's Cuban. Uh, Mischief, who's on our podcast, was at the Monster Factory as well as Cuban. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to wrestle in Colombia soon. Yeah. They've been, oh they've man. Been You'd be surprised, man. That's a big scene out there, man. There's a lot of wrestling culture in our countries, man. That's one of my next goals, South America. Oh, yeah. Have you ever wrestled overseas or internationally, or just it's only been uh, local? Yeah, Yeah, I've wrestled in Canada, and then last year I went to Germany for two months to wrestle for WXW. That's right. I remember seeing that on your Instagram, man. That's what's up. How was that experience? Because you were born in Germany, right? Yeah, I was born in Germany. So wow. the thing is, I don't remember Germany because I left when I was a baby. My, you know, my dad was in the military. So when he was when he finished up with his with his service, we moved over. We moved back to New York. So what branch of the military? He was in the army. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! You so, ever thought about going, going joining the military? No, 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 no. He he kind of like pushed me away from it. He's like, okay. you know, go do, you do your thing, go to school, baseball. I was you know mm. I was a baseball player, and, and then you know if I if I I think my wrestling career would wouldn't have happened if I had gone to the military. I don't think yeah. you know. No, I but you. um, yeah, it was cool because I got to go back and see. I mean, I didn't go to specific the specific town I was born in, but I got to experience a culture and stuff that my family got my, my mom and dad got to because they they lived there for four years. Yeah. So it was really cool to just experience it for two months, just be fully immersed in it. And I made a lot of great friends and like mm. I think about Germany every day. I loved it there. I wow. absolutely loved it. Well, I've, heard great, I, I've heard great things about Germany and the people at this point. Um, so I can imagine, man, if you had that type of experience, you know? Yeah. It's still good. So, so thinking about that trip, man, um, um, I'm very curious. That the question we had before as far as chemistry and matches and stuff. See, being part of Team Spice, man, Miss um, Ortiz, yes. how is that? Um, how is it to date someone that is, is herself in the industry? It's pretty cool. You know, I will... <laughs> 
before I started dating her, I was totally against the idea of dating somebody in wrestling. I was like, I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. Absolutely not. And then, of course, (laughs) boom. She said hello and it was over. Yeah. (laughs) We locked up and we locked up and fell in love. See, it's a story that keeps on telling itself. That's amazing. Now you guys yeah. know all of each other too, man, and, and I can tell you it's organic from meeting both of you, man. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing because uh, I remember I was watching uh, the G1 Supercar when you came out, and of course we were marking out, and then I'm going through Instagram and I see her post and she's walling in the in the, in the, in the box. The <laughs> number one supporter, man. For <laughs> real. She was, she was screaming. Yeah, it's hilarious, man. But that's what's up. That's cool, know? man. That's real cool. And, and, I, and you're seeing this to be, um, I know in the past, especially in the locker rooms, is something that was very, like, I don't want to say controversial, but sometimes we lead to a lot of issues. Um, but I feel like um, as far as what we hear and talking to people, you know, wrestling has changed a bit in the locker rooms um, and, and, and it's working, you know. You can have these type of relationships and, and, and help each other out. Um, I can imagine, and you can speak on this obviously more than I can, but it's, someone that can understand your schedule and your lifestyle, right? Absolutely. Um, I don't think, you know, in the past, you know, other relationships before her, they didn't really work out because there wasn't the understanding of what the lifestyle was like. And, you know, she, it, it is difficult too. Cause you know, I'm pretty, I'm very busy and we also live far from each other. We live an hour mm. and a half, you know, she lives in Philadelphia. So mm. we already do, but we have that mutual understanding, you know, so she went to Japan for two months. I went to Germany for two months. It's just part of the business. And, um, we just have to support each other, and we want to just grow and and excel together. Fantastic, man! And I mean, we can see that both of you are growing together, man. Big things are coming for the both of you, and that's fantastic, man. We're definitely excited, to, definitely yes, to see what else is up coming up, man. Yo, so we talked uh, about uh, best chemistry before. I'm very curious. Uh, who would you have your worst match with, and, and maybe the worst? Not to put you on the spot or anything, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good question. This is a good question. Uh, it's funny because I saw someone someone literally asked this on Facebook today. Like, what was your ah. worst match? <laughs> it wasn't uh, me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm going to have to go check that now. I don't know. You know, it's funny. Um, the ones that stand out are definitely the ones in the beginning of my career. Mm. But that, that was because it was my fault. You know, I just wasn't – I was not ready. I wasn't good. Uh and it was against, like, a lot of times against my good friends. You, you know, you, you you just assume that, you know, you're with your good friends. You're going to just have to match this together because you're, you're buddies and, you you know, you know each other. You train with each other. But, like, right. that wasn't that, that wasn't the case. So, like, one of the guys I, I uh, broke into the business with, Tough Tim Hughes, I feel like we didn't have good chemistry at all. Like, we had a handful <laughs> of matches. Like, they, I don't know. Maybe we were just both inexperienced, but. I, maybe we'd do better today. We haven't wrestled in a long time, but the times we did wrestle, it was kind of rough. Mm. But I I would like to redeem myself. <laughs> you would like to redeem oh. yourself. You're already here first, well, folks. Well, this is the platform to do it, man. If you want to call him out, you call him out right here. Tough Tim, you pale son of a... <laughs> yo, yo, wait. Talking about promos, if you go shoot a promo, I need to play something I found. And I'm going to play it so you can hear it to see if you recognize it, all right? Give me a second. Bro, you want me to guess who it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, I got it. I got it now. Time to lay down the trap. 
You know what this is. The king of the kill. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, you had me dying, yo. I was like, what is this? No, but the best part is, yo, in this promo, guys, if you have the chance, the Burger King of the Ring 2, Leon St. Giovanni captures his partner. Look this up on YouTube, guys. It is underrated. Uh, the production value, I'm sorry, is not great. But it is hilarious uh, the entire way through. The man gets uh, pretty much a chicken from a local grocery store to capture his tag team partner to be. And uh, he whips him with a whip <laughs> and carries him off, kidnaps him, smacking his ass. It was, it was weird for a bit. But the best part of it all, guys, the kicker at the end, he goes to put him in the trunk and he drops him. <laughs> Yo, I was dying, and then your mustache falls off. Yo, it was excellent, man. It's always funny when the props fall, yo, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yo, I don't know how you didn't bust out laughing, bro. I give you so much credit. <laughs> I, I almost did. It was very difficult. Uh, no, good times. I, I, I love, I love Jaka, Johnny Mongway. Jaka's the man. Yeah. Oh, I man. forgot about. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you bring me back to a little bit of history, man. That, that yeah. seemed like a Inter- fun moment. Interspecies wrestling has given me some great memories over the years. Mm. It's hilarious. It's like I tell people it's Chikara for adults. Nice. Okay. okay. Um, you travel a lot, man. I'm sure you got like some good, funny, like awkward moment stories that might have happened. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, Ain't gonna I gotta, stand out. All right, let me think. I gotta think a little bit. Damn, so it's just so many. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, hmm. I mean, I guess the, a, a recent one was pretty interesting. I, I think we were in Texas, and I was out with some of the guys after the Ring of Honor show, and then I, I we got back to the hotel, and I see two guys fighting like outside of the hotel. Like, I'm like, who is that? I'm like, I see them from across the lot, and I'm like, who the hell is that? And it's Shaheem is fighting Jay Briscoe. Oh my! No way! (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? I had to go. Yeah, I had to stop that. How often does that happen? Like, how often do we gotta like you gotta like jump in and stop fights? And maybe you have to be like the smaller one fight, stopping the bigger dude from hurting somebody that's that's supposed to go up for a match or something. It actually doesn't happen all the time, but. Uh, we have a, a love-hate relationship with them. We fight them in the ring, and we love them outside in the ring, but it, it was pretty funny. But <laughs> I, it's, it, I did it I did it to save Jay Briscoe because Ali will whoop someone's ass. He's a, he's a strong He's a strong-ass dude, and people don't realize it. Mm. I saved the Briscoes. You can thank me, Jay. You're welcome. <laughs> I think yes. we can all thank you for that. There's always the interesting dichotomy of professional wrestling that you have some individuals that are like our lethal people, you know, they can really kick somebody's ass. And, and you know, what you see on TV is not what that sometimes is portrayed as and, and people get it confused. So I can imagine fans at times can get fresh with you as well. Have you ever had a weird interaction with a fan? Yeah, I almost had to f- beat the hell out of somebody in Germany, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, a lot of those fans, you know, we were in... Uh, East Germany, and it gets a little it gets a little crazy out there. We we had a big event in uh, Dresden, actually, and we were brawling on the outside of the ring, and and I had a fan just dump beer on me, and he tried to and he tried to uh, yank me down to the floor. 
Oh, oh shit. I had to turn around, I, I to turn around and smack him. So, like, we... <laughs> Now, yeah, now, when yeah. you say smack him, like, like, it's a love tap, right? I mean, you're not going to hurt the guy, right? Uh, open hand in the face. like. <laughs> open, wait, are you talking about open hand in the face, or did you backhand him? No, I wish I, I, I mean, I kind of wish I backhanded him, but yeah, open hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the ultimate form of disrespect, right? It's just, it was just, instinct, you know, just turn around, splat, splat. So, you don't get like, management when that happens, right? Like, I'm sure, like... One would probably afterwards think about him like, damn, are they gonna say something about it? But management won't won't really mess with you in that case, would they? No, they got usually got your back. You know, yeah. we all the brotherhood, so they, they understand. Awesome. Cool, cool. Look after to all to all the fans out there, guys, this is now the second individual that HPC Pockets have been able to interview that has actually had to smack a fan. Salina de la Renta, la empresaria. Well, she told us the exact same thing that she had to smack a grandmother. Uh, yeah, because not, things got wild. I'm not surprised she did it, though. I, You're not surprised just, she did it? No, it hurt. No, it hurt. You see, fans, this is the trend we're doing out here, man. We we lining them up. <laughs> All right, so beware. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, JP and I have this lightning round we like to do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so essentially, the way the lightning round works is... Cheer shots. Um, I'm sorry, JP, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So the way the lightning, uh, lightning round sh- uh, works is, is quick cheer shots. So I'm going to give you a question. Uh, automatic first response that comes to your mind. It's going to be a bang, 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 question, answer, question, answer. And we'll run through the line. You good with that? Sounds good. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Starting up, uh, what is your favorite movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Woo! Classic. Favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal? uh, Taco Bell. Favorite Halloween costume? Clowns. Clowns. I love scaring people. I love people making people cry. Ah, so you like uh, like 100 Tears? Yes. Ah, you see, uh, my uh, my horror movie acumen is almost as impressive as my wrestling acumen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite song? Ooh, um, Cashmere, Led Zeppelin. That's, that's Ooh, up there. Nice. Worst purchase you've ever made. Worst purchase I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, any kind of birthday gift, Christmas gift for my ex. Ooh, I got you. I got you. Superpower. <laughs> if you had any superpower, what superpower you have? Oh, um, how about uh, I? I kind of like uh, teleportation. I'm a big Nightcrawler fan. Ah. Interesting. Uh, favorite heel. Favorite heel. Uh, ooh. Oh, damn, you got me here. Um, I love a heel Samoa Joe. Honestly, hey. love hey, Samoa Joe is a uh, more most more important in a match: the face or the heel. Ooh. Um, I think a heel as, as far heel. as uh. From a, rest, from a wrestler standpoint, because a heel's leading a match and a heel's kind of uh, the or- orchest- you know orchestrating what's going on in the, in the ring. Mm. Useless talent you have. Useless talent. Um, I'm like ambidextrous. I can do a Ooh. lot of things left, lefty and righty. That that I mean, some would say that's not useless, but <laughs> I, 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 used be, I used to be able to do a dolphin like. Uh, like a dolphin sound. I lost it though. 
You that was lost pretty it. Yeah, right, I can't so, do it. So this kind of lines up with the next one. Are you good at accents? Accents? Uh, not really, no. Uh, Clearly from the video we just saw before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. That's actually, my, that's actually my real voice. This is... This is... Oh, then I'm, I'm definitely flabbergasted at this point. <laughs> you got me with that one. Last question. WCW World Tour, WCW Revenge, w, uh, WrestleMania 2000, and No Mercy. Eliminate one. Jeez. Uh, oh, Repeat that again? Repeat all four? Of course. WCW World Tour, WCW Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, WWF No Mercy. We got to get rid of Revenge. Ooh. Why Revenge? Because I didn't, I didn't play that one that much. So uh, I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, See, I can't fault you on that because I feel like I didn't play WrestleMania 2000 too much. And that's why that's the one I've eliminated. <laughs> I have one honorable mention question for you. Go ahead, yeah. What's your favorite comedy? What's my favorite what? Comedy. Comedy. Um, hmm. I like, it's probably, I love Kingpin. You ever see Kingpin? Of course. King, King, King. That's up there for me. I love that. Nice. With Woody Harrison and, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. man, that's a classic, man. That's a classic, a classic story. Classic. You go through a roller coaster of emotions in that movie, man. It's such a thick movie, though. It's like, it is. <laughs> it's it just messed up. It definitely <laughs> but is. But, you know, anything with anything Bill Murray touches, though, man, is gold. Yes. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken, bro. I can, I can watch that movie any day, bro. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love it's me amazing. some comedy, bro. Oh, comedy man. is good for the heart. <laughs> uh, Leon, man, I don't want to keep you any more longer than you can, man. Uh, thanks for being on. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. All right, man. Get home safely, man. Thank you once Safe again. travels, man. Safe travels. Thank you, guys. Best of luck this weekend, man. Kick ass. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. All right, man. Peace.